What's up, everybody? It's Dorian and Morgan, and it is the Rooted Life. Life. I don't know why I said it, y'all. This is this is y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. They know what it is. It's the Rooted Life, and we're back at it again. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, six flying solo. Uh, yeah. In this thing, we're going in it, and uh, we can't start it though without talking about what's going on across from me at this uh, table. What? Go ahead and uh, my dear Dorian is referencing. <laughs> sure, your clothes are that clothes, I mo. cut off all of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Very short haircut. Uh, yeah. uh, and that kind of goes into my glow uh, of cutting off my hair and just like the challenge. <laughs> that it, Like you have to really start to dissect like the way you've been socialized to think yeah. about what makes you beautiful and what makes you a woman. Mm. It just becomes this like larger conversation. Yeah. But I just felt really proud of myself for being willing to be courageous and do, yeah. do something that really scared me and made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But to just have the courage and faith to just like push through that discomfort so yeah. that's my glow just the I'm glow is to be you. challenged <laughs> i'm so proud of you and i think it looks great thank you <laughs> and the grow is child there's a colleague that i've just been having difficulties with that's the <sighs> most pleasant godly way i can say it is difficulties and we had an interaction that just wasn't the most mm. stellar it wasn't my best performance let's just put that <laughs> wasn't my best uh and what i said was true just the way I packaged it, I think it just went yeah. a little bit more, a little less harsh, a little mm-hmm. bit more loving. And I just wish I had um, packaged it with, with more grace, but mm-hmm. I was feeling so impatient with her yeah. and I really hadn't processed my frustration with her like fully with God mm-hmm. and really allow him to help me be more patient with myself so yeah. that I could extend more patience and grace towards her. So that's my yeah. glow and that's what I'm going to be really praying and working on this week. Yeah, I think um, what was interesting when you shared with me like the situation that happened, I was actually really surprised because you keep your composure really well, a lot more than me. You know, I always have the comments. And so I was like, oh, you were really bothered because you went in. But then I thought about how immediately after you said it, what shows me the growth is you were like, and I wish I would have done it like this. Mm -hmm. So it was the fact that you knew that, okay, I didn't handle that in the best way, but mm-hmm. your immediate thought after was, I wish I would have done it in a different way, which shows that like there is growth in the mm-hmm. fact that you recognize where you could have been better. Thanks. So that means that the next time, like you might be able to catch it so that you can actually um, extend that grace in that moment. So I appreciate that perspective, <laughs> but hopefully there won't have to be a next time. Hopefully not. <laughs> But there probably will be there because will. Well, she's going to be the same. Yeah. And there will be other people. Until That's I learn this lesson, too. there will be other people. Until I learn how to Come really be now. patient with myself, Speak I'm going to keep having opportunities. But mm-hmm. you're right. That's a great perspective. Yeah, that's real. So what was your week looking like? So um, my grow, I'm going to start with my grow first this okay. week. And uh, mine was actually realizing that I needed to give myself grace to like recharge. Um I just have, I've been feeling really overwhelmed with work and just a lot of different, I think, pressures that I'm putting on myself Mm -hmm. to perform in a lot of different areas. And I have my hands in a lot of different pots, which I love because it keeps me busy. It keeps Mm. me feeling like I'm fulfilling um, purpose and just like contributing to the world. But sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I think um, I have a lot of new responsibilities coming up at work. I'm going to be hiring a direct report cheerleading season is about to kick off i'll be coaching Mm -hmm. again this year so between all these different things i'm just like oh lord i need a moment and i felt bad about wanting to take a moment and just like work from home for a day and i had to realize like no it's okay like when you need to take a step back to recharge Mm -hmm. that's fine because 
if I don't give myself that time, then when other people want to take some time for themselves, I'm going to be looking at them judgmental like, well, I'm showing up all the time Mm -hmm. and I won't be able to give them grace to have um, some self time and recharge as well. So Mm. that was my grow. And um, my glow was that this week I got to just do some last minute plans Mm. that um, felt really good to just be able to be like, "Mm, I'm about to just change up my whole evening Mm. and instead go see some movies. So um, I went to go see the Toni Morrison documentary so which good. is really good. So good. Uh, I was so glad that you talked about how good it was. So I'm obsessed. Could... She's my favorite author of all time. <laughs> if anybody so... wants to know about her, feel free to DM us. <laughs> I will tell you her you know, the best books, life story, best quotes, everything. It was so good though. <laughs> and then the next night we went and saw cool runnings, yeah. which I had never seen at um the screen on the green. And so it just made me realize how I, as a single person, Mm -hmm. can totally switch up my schedule whenever I want and I can just do what I want to go do. Mm. And I felt so appreciative that like I'm in a season right now where I can just pick up and switch things up and do whatever I want to do in any moment. So a beautiful free feeling. It's so good. And (laughs) I'm always so curious as to why people don't ever talk about the joys of being single. People just always make it like you're depressed and you're alone. You have no one to do anything with. And I see it's the opposite. I don't have to do anything with anyone. Like that's the joy I can do it, (laughs) but I don't have to make any compromises. Like, what do you want to eat? What movie do you want to see? It don't matter. What do I want to eat? What movie do <laughs> Morgan, I want to What do see? you want to do? Morgan, what are you in the mood for? I don't know. A nap? Anything I want. <laughs> like, there's just so much freedom and yeah. just so much joy that I'm learning in mm-hmm. the process of um, the single life. But I think it's just so difficult for people because we're just so socialized that you have to have somebody. Yes. And if you don't have somebody, then something must be wrong with you. And I just, I realize, and I think I get more grateful we talk about it. I get more grateful when I'm single when I hear people in like unhealthy relationships. And I'll be oh, like, oh, yeah. Child, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about nobody else but me yeah. and Jesus. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it is tough to see the opportunities, if you will, that are presented in uh, singleness because everyone around us is always pushing us to mm-hmm. like think about our other person or just when you think about movies and media and like what are rom-coms they're literally just like girl meets boy girl falls in love girl gets whisked off into like some beautiful marriage and then like those movies always end too right at Mm -hmm. the like we fell in love and we got married they never go past like (laughs) well what does your first year of marriage look like and what does it look like when you have your first kid and you're like stressed out like Mm -hmm. they don't show you those parts so I think that like society has also painted this picture of perfection Mm -hmm. around dating and marriage that makes people be like I need that life in order to get to true joy right people don't realize like uh true joy is actually found in him and also don't realize that like as a listener if you are single if you are in a relationship you're engaged or married like you're still an individual under God right which means that your purpose is still tied back to him Mm -hmm. you might just be in a situation where you're doing that with a partner Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day our focus is always still to be devoted to God Yeah. And I think that I have so many friends and I've been so guilty of like trying to find fulfillment in another person. Mm. I think that I'll find my joy. I'll find the validation I need. I'll find the purpose I need in the person. Mm -hmm. And that puts so much pressure on that person in a relationship that's so unrealistic that ends up sabotaging something that you actually really want because a person is not built to hold that weight. Mm. Only God can carry that weight Mm -hmm. of like fulfilling our purpose and giving us purpose. Yeah. That's so funny you said that. I never even thought about that, how I'm putting like, unrealistic expectations or not am because I'm single but (laughs) (laughs) I have put unrealistic expectations on someone and I remember seeing some documentary about relationships and how 
Sometimes people will go into them expecting this person to like, if I'm sad, you're going to make me mm -hmm. happy. If I'm tired, you're going to give me energy. Done that. If I'm confused, you're going to give me clarity. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's not what like your partner is supposed to be in a yeah. relationship. Like a lot of those things you're supposed to be able to find within yourself through God. Mm -hmm. And then your, your person is just there to support you throughout that thing. Yeah. And so it's like, now that I look back at some of my relationships and some of the things I used to be upset about or mm -hmm. confused about, I'm like, they would have never been able to help me with that. And I'm over here it. mad, like, why aren't you making me happy? And it's like, girl, you need to go find your own happiness, which is hence the season I'm in now. Finding so real. <laughs> yeah, and we're both over here, over a year single, celibate, doing it, just yeah. rocking out with Jesus. And I think that's why I love this single season so yeah. much is because I spent so much time putting that pressure on other people. Mm. And I didn't realize that I already had the answer in my heart. Yeah. Like, I didn't know I already had access to the validation and purpose Ooh. I needed. And I think yeah. what I love in this season is God is just revealing so much of myself mm -hmm. and so much of him to me because I'm not trying to put that pressure on someone. I'm just like, God, yeah. here is all of my mess, my trauma, my mm -hmm. toxic uh, past, all mm -hmm. All of my baggage and I can just yeah. lay it at the cross and I love that because it allows me to live a more free life yeah because I'm not holding all that baggage and trying to like get my job to mm -hmm. bring fulfillment have my boss validate me have my friends say they that I look good and I, and I love yeah. all those things but I can put that all in one entity and that's yeah. Christ and so I think that's why I love my single life is because I'm becoming more free by not expecting mm. people to do something that they can't do for me yeah I love it because it is actually like building character. Oh, and Jesus. I feel like it's actually like, I'm actually getting healed. Mm -hmm. Like I think that I was, for me, I was running to people to like make me feel better about myself and yeah. validated and appreciated. And now I'm digging into the reasons why those don't exist Ooh, by themselves preach. and then allowing God to fill those gaps. So it's like, oh, okay. Like whenever the time would come to be with somebody, mm -hmm. I wouldn't need to be going to them for those things. I would have those within myself. Ooh. And I think that that helps even outside of relationships. That just helps in life because when you go into a professional setting, you're not looking for a check or a promotion to validate mm -hmm. you. Like when you're looking at your friendships, you don't need to have a ton of friends to make you Girl. feel like you're mm -hmm. worthy of people's time and energy. So I think that's why the single season is so special to me because I have a new understanding of it mm -hmm. that allows me to see like, oh, if I can do this well, mm -hmm. if I can understand that like my life is just meant to always be a vertical connection back to guy then I can do anything literally. I literally can do anything you, and I've watched him do so much in your life this last year of singleness that I know he can do anything to you because <laughs> he's done some unbelievable things this is your friend and watching him move I'm just yeah. it has built my faith I'm oh, just thanks, like bro. wow guy you're really moving yeah. in her life yeah um and I think to be honest like it's so easy to say all these things but it's yeah. hard it's and I think ooh. what keeps me committed is mm -hmm. just like like what I was just saying seeing him move yeah, like, not only is he moving good. in your life, but he's moving in my life in ways. And I'm like, God, if this is what it looks like when I'm following you, like, I want to mm. do this forever. Mm -hmm. Because the season is just full. It's just filled with so much sweetness. Mm. Like, that intimacy with him brings you so much fullness. And I'm like, I want more of this. Like, yeah. if this is what it looks like when you lead me to a friendship that I was meant to have, when mm -hmm. you lead me to a podcast, mm -hmm. or lead me to a job or school, when his hand's over your life, you realize, like, how much of a mess it looked like when he wasn't there. Yeah. And it makes you hunger for more of his hand. I'm like, I just want to be wherever yeah. you are because there's so much sweetness there and so much favor. Mm -hmm. And I I say there's not difficulty but it just flows differently and i think also when i hear people being in like relationships bro, that clearly that are healthy turns me right off i'm like bro yeah jesus where you at <laughs> that turns me right off i can't do that so that's I, what helps me keep oh, moving girl i just hear the craziest things <laughs> like <laughs> the craziest things from my friends about mm. relationships and i 
I have so much more appreciation for relationships that I see that have God at the center yeah, and so that true. they are the foundation mm-hmm. because I, they look different. Like, you know, people say like, it's different, different. Like it's a real thing. It is. They hit in a whole different way. When you see a relationship that has a true foundation that, you know, like God is in the midst and mm-hmm. it, it glows off of the it people does. and it the really relationship. Does. And it's so funny because I think even speaking outside of romantic relationships, even friendships that have it at the center are different. Like I think about our friendship and just five minutes ago in the car, I'm breaking down (laughs) crying. Like girl, I was terrible yesterday. And I just think about how like the level of like honesty and transparency that I can have with you because I know that like, we relate to life in a different way because God is at the center of that thing. And if I see that in this friendship, it makes me be like, okay, whenever someone does come along romantically, I need it to be a reflection of one of the greatest friendships that I have. So I'm like, Mm. oh, nobody can just come sliding up in my life. Get out the DMs. (laughs) Slide out of there, sir. We rebuke you in the DMs. Literally, because I'm like, oh, you over there playing like that is nothing compared to a relationship that I can see when God is in the midst of it and how he can really grow and mold and truly just push you to be your best self. Ooh, that's so good. And I think too, it's interesting when it comes to like, why this even matter yes. is that some of us, I didn't know this, but I just kind of thought that everyone had like a person. Everyone was meant to be married. Oh, that's good. And so you and I, I think we did a devotion and we were reading something in Paul and I was mm-hmm. like, well, hold up. Everybody's not, and even more is like they reference singleness as being a gift, which mm-hmm. kind of blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's in First uh, Corinthians seven seven. Paul's basically just like sometimes I wish everyone's single like me. I'm like, er, speak for yourself, Paul. Wait a minute, Paul. Paul, sir, yeah, don't yeah, speak yeah, for the yeah, masses. Yeah, yeah. Calm that down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> basically, he says sometimes I wish everyone were single like me. A simpler life in many ways, which we've kind of referenced. Mm-hmm. It is a lot simpler, is simpler when it's just you and God. Mm-hmm. And it goes on to say uh, God gives the gift of the single life to some and the gift of the married life to others. So I think it's just interesting that singleness is obviously an important um aspect of our walk Mm -hmm. in life and with god enough for god to reference it as a gift Mm -hmm. and if you think about the other things that god calls a gift in the bible to think like he calls the gift of the holy spirit the gift of his son Mm -hmm. so to even for him to even call it a gift for me helps me recognize that it must be of some importance yeah i think that's such a good point too about like not everybody being called to have someone you really have to seek god on that Mm. because (laughs) there's a part of the bible it's in the new testament i remember sharing with you one time that Mm. talks about how like being called to marriage is actually like being called to something harder and people don't realize that Mm -hmm. like um i'm in like a little group chat called the bible nerds we just be talking about different stuff and um bratton in the bible chat he literally said like i think marriage is more about holiness than happiness and when he said that that really hit me because i'm like yo the world will tell you that like oh marriage is just like find your person go live quote unquote happily ever after and it's like uh (laughs) actually nah you about to go live in holiness ever after Mm. which means that like there's going to be a lot of sacrifice Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of difficulty Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of struggle to get to that beautiful thing but like it's not going to be easy so i i respect paul sitting here (laughs) talking about like uh, a much simpler life it really is Mm -hmm. because when i get to come home and take my bra off and turn on the office (laughs) i think that's amazing that's nice beautiful That is a real gift. It's literally nice and simple. I like too in that first Corinthians chapter seven, he goes on a little bit lower down in uh, verse 17. He says, don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else, (laughs) with someone else where you are right now is God's place for you. I think that's so important across anything, any topic. It's important to remember 
where you are right now is exactly where he wants you to be. Yeah. And so those moments we talk about, like, it is hard to just sit here and be single and to intentionally, like, not try to go looking for someone, mm-hmm. not be on dating sites and not be out here choosing all the time. Okay. But you, you have to... for re- me? Like, <laughs> all, all my tea? Jeez. Look, sis, Come we're trying down. to be real with the people. <laughs> all three? Like, okay, fine. Continue. Anyway... <laughs> point being it's hard to not be doing those things but when you remember that like where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be then that gives you a sense of comfort in your season but paul goes on to say like live and obey and love and believe right Mm. there god not your marital status defines your life so i love that i I want us to get into like how god defines who you really are Mm -hmm. and defines the purpose that your life actually has for me i love this because it doesn't just apply to singleness it applies to anybody in any Mm -hmm. relationship status like no matter where you are like we talked about earlier you're still an individual under god Mm -hmm. and he is defining who you are and what purpose you serve. Right. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about trying to have other people meet your needs. Mm-hmm. You fall short when you're like, out, when you don't see your identity in him, you yeah. end up trying to find your identity in everybody else and everything everybody. else in friendships and romantic relationships yes. and work. But when your identity is in him, you can move in the world with so much more freedom and yes. confidence because you don't need them to tell them. Yeah. You don't need them to tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. You already know who you, you are. Already in him. Know. And yes. it really changes your life. It changes, but it changes your life. It changes your presence around people. Mm. Like I think about when I see you at church and I see people interact with you or even like I will show, I was at a lunch date earlier today mm-hmm. uh, with this girl from church and I showed her a picture of you. And cause I was like, Oh, this is who I do the podcast with. And she was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've seen her around church. Like she's always just smiling and this and what? that. And I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. Like, but people mm. can see that on you. Like so when true. you are, <laughs> plug for us rooted in who you are <laughs> shameless plug like they really can see that and and i think that people are drawn to that light in you and they don't know what it is they don't and i've i've always wondered about that even with me like people always be like you always got people talking to you and like people coming up to you you always stay connected to you people <laughs> and i didn't realize what that was but like mm. now when people are like oh girl you look like you glow and i literally call it out i'm like oh that's the jesus glow get you some <laughs> and you'll get Ooh, that glow sounds like a t-shirt <laughs> the jesus glow it's a real <laughs> thing y'all so all these people that be like oh your skin this and your eyebrows that i'm like y'all jesus will come through and pipe you all the way fix the oh. edges look eyebrows he eyelashes look long everything skin, all of a sudden you walking around with a halo around you and people like what's going on with her it's jesus it's the jesus girl but i think what we've kind of gotten into too is just like reiterating that it's not easy like mm-hmm. this is not a journey that i think is for the week for mm-hmm. lack of better words like it takes a lot of courage to <laughs> mm-hmm. walk in this because you're really going against the grain mm-hmm. of yeah. society and who we've been uh, how they've conditioned us to be. You know, like I yeah. think about the older women who come to reunions and they be like, well, you know, child, she ain't never had kids. Mm. Like there's like this weird stigma, especially yes. for like women about like being older and not having kids and like mm-hmm. this fear. And so I think it, um, it takes a lot to really trust them to walk through that. Um, and it's difficult for us to set aside our vision. Yeah. And sacrifice what we think our life should be mm-hmm. um, to should. accept what he but what he knows our life should be, whether mm-hmm. it's having somebody or not being single or being married. Mm-hmm. Like just resting in the identity and the purpose that he's given us yeah. takes a lot of courage, but I think it makes a difference in how we move in the world. And I think too, as we both reflect on what the single walk has looked like, it hasn't been the same the whole time. Nope. And literally when we were thinking about what episode, <laughs> I was on a plane. I'm like, God, what's a good analogy for singleness? And yeah. literally on the plane, he was like, a plane. 
<laughs> okay. So we kind of see um, this single life going through four stages, which is the taxi, the takeoff, flight, and landing. Mm-hmm. I love that. So as we're out here flying solo, first <laughs> off, before you fly anywhere, you have to taxi. And, mm. you know, that's the season where, like, you're accepting what God is even calling you to do. Ooh. And I think that is where you have to say, like, okay, Lord, I guess we've got to be single. Yeah. Maybe with more enthusiasm than me, but <laughs> if I'm being real, that's how I said yeah, it Yeah, I was him. not excited. I was like, the taxiing part, it took me a little bit longer there. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> a lot of us prolong it because we're wandering around looking for something that's not for us. Yeah. And then if you think about, like, if you're a pilot who's not following the directions of the air traffic control and you're wandering around yep. in the way, you're putting other people's lives in danger. Mm-hmm. You're preventing them from taking off mm-hmm. and moving into God's purpose for mm-hmm. their life. But so often we're resisting that call yeah. to be single. So we're just like wandering around Pretty much. on the ground and God has like this beautiful view for us. But we settle because we're afraid of being alone. Yeah. So the key there is really to just like, if you're supposed to be single right now, go ahead and accept that. Do it. Or if God is calling you to go ahead and step into a relationship, mm-hmm. to move into the next season, to get engaged, to get married, like accept whatever it is and right. move into it confidently. Yeah. So after you finally go ahead and accept the challenge, let's go ahead and take off. And so this is when we finally like gain a little bit of momentum, mm. which is exciting. But at the same time, that means that you about to hit this turbulence, uh, gravity, G forces, all these things about to be working against you to try to keep you down. Can I just pause and say that is literally <laughs> the worst part of flying for it's me. Terrible. My stomach drops. I feel nauseous and sick. And I feel like that's exactly how I felt. Boobie, that's exactly nauseous it. and sick and mad. I'm like, where am I going and why upset the whole time? Like, why did I even decide to go on this trip again? Like for that one little moment, I think the, the important thing, there is like yes it is uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. like you must move through that in order to get into your next stage like if you don't take off you won't go anywhere Mm. so if you don't commit to the cost you're gonna stay exactly where you are like Mm -hmm. you said spinning around in the same space and when I think about my life like I kind of recommitted if you will to the single life last year after I um, ended kind of like dating with someone last summer but I remember it was so difficult for me because prior to that the last eight to ten years I was always with someone. Like mm-hmm. anybody who knows me knows she was. I was always choosing on somebody, <laughs> had somebody, talking to somebody, whatever. So I don't even know what it felt like to be by myself. Mm. And it's it sounds crazy saying that now mm-hmm. because it's like, girl, what do you mean? But when I look back, I was like, it would literally be like I would end something and within weeks I would meet somebody else who had my attention. And I was just going from person to person as we talked about, like mm. trying to get that validation and trying to find my identity in them. And so when I recommitted last year, it was so hard because it was like, oh, what am I supposed to do right now? I don't know what to do with myself Mm -hmm. because I had never spent so much time just by myself. And so now, just like with anything, you know, I think it's important to note that like with anything else, you develop a habit um, and it gets more comfortable and it gets easier to just, now I look forward to coming home and like not having to deal with anybody else, but Mm -hmm. you have to just move through that uncomfortable season to get to the next part. Yeah. And I think we kind of touched on it earlier too, that one reason why we are moving person to person Mm -hmm. and trying to find this, because we have all these pressures on us Mm -hmm. to like find somebody. Yeah. Um, And I was at a family reunion and one of my great aunts literally was like, so when you going to find a man, when you going to get married? (laughs) I looked her dead in the face. I said, ask the father. She looked at me. I said, I'm serious. Like I don't have no control over this. Like Mm -hmm. you, you got to talk to the man upstairs and see what his plan is. Right. But it's like that kind of stuff will have you thinking that you need to go person mm-hmm. to person. Otherwise, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of pushing through the discomfort. It's like you yeah. have to push through these expectations of society to really be who and what God has called you to be. Yeah. And I think the more that we just accept the season that God has called us to and just believe in him that um, he'll be able to push us to the next part. 
Girl, yes. Okay, so we taxied. For me, it was a very long taxi. Got up there in the air, and now we're out there cruising. And cruising. I think it was a Deacon Smokey and the Prophet D'Angelo and their song called Cruising that says, <laughs> we're going to fly away, plan to go my way. I love it when we're cruising together. Mm. And I think that's really God saying that to us, um, that he wants us to really find comfort. He's like, cruise with me. Let me do all the work. Like, you have to show up. He's like, you can ride with me. Like, I will carry you through that. And I think it's so beautiful that when we rest in him and trust in him, there's a new kind of peace that we can have in that season of yeah. really cruising with him. I love that. Um, I think that the coolest thing about that cruising stage is like everything levels out mm. and you just really settle into that piece of like, this may not be exactly where I want to be, but this <laughs> is on. not where I'm always going to be. Mm. And that's okay. Like yeah. I know that eventually I'm going to get somewhere and I'll move into whatever the next thing is. But right here, right now, I'm going to take full advantage of this opportunity and I'm just going to mm -hmm. be sitting here in cruise control, chilling mm. with God. When we're talking about leveling out, it's important to remember that like we compare, the Bible compares the Holy Spirit to the wind and so in that time mm -hmm. when the winds can kind of come in when you're in cruise control that's when the holy spirit can come in and change the entire atmosphere mm -hmm. he's the one that can help you really level out and continue mm -hmm. to just cruise in that season because turbulence is going to continue to come like mm -hmm. y'all know y'all been on a plane before when all of a sudden you you're up there you're in that right altitude <laughs> but then the pilot gets on and says all right we're gonna need y'all to go ahead and get back to those seats and mm -hmm. get the seat belts on because <laughs> you're about to hit something different mm -hmm. so different things are still going to come your way but the Holy Spirit will be able to carry you through. Right. And I think what happens, what, where we go wrong is when we don't trust the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and we try to do things on our own. Yep. Like, I try to do a dating site for literally four days. And, not, you know, I'm not shaming dating sites like mm -hmm. people find their booze, but it wasn't for me because God had called me to singleness. Mm -hmm. And I tried to do it for like four days and I just couldn't figure out like why people would like my page and message me and I would respond and they would not message me. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, nobody talking to her. I'm like, but they reached out, like, literally 15 people. Not trying to, like, toot my own horn, but hey, it'd be a lot of people. I'm like, true. nobody has anything to say to me. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. But honestly, I just wasn't trusting him. And mm -hmm. I thought that I could do a better job finding somebody than he could for me. And I thought that I was in control. But I really have, am learning to trust more in the Holy Spirit, like you were saying. And really just, like, yeah. rest in the wind carrying me. And I have mm -hmm. to carry myself. Yeah, I mean, you have to trust that, like, the air traffic controller, who is God, like, he has a better vision than you, you mm -hmm. know, because you're just a pilot. So you're sitting, <laughs> you're just sitting in the seat trying to get from A to B to C. Struggling. But it's like, he's the one who can see the entire That's view. It. So you have to really rely on him to be able to help push us through. Mm -hmm. And in Romans eight twenty seven, it says, you know, he knows us far better than we know ourselves. Mm. So if he's telling you, you need to stay in flight longer, you need to stay up there. Yep. And if he's telling you, all right, it's, it's time to come on down. You need to listen to that, too, because mm -hmm. you're just going to end. If not, you will end up being somewhere that you were never meant to be. Oh, that's so good. And the last place you get to in singleness is landing. But I think this is something that it's not what people expect it to be. Mm. I think in the singleness, especially at church, they make it sound like the landing is you find somebody. And like you said earlier, like you live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like. The landing is not the final destination. Yeah. Like, because we're pursuing God constantly throughout our lives. And I think that when we do land, it might just be a quick little layover. And mm -hmm. whoever we're grabbing is just our co pilot, and we're still moving towards the direction mm -hmm. of what God has called us to do. Like, right. the journey and the work is not done if you find somebody, because that's not what we that's were built it. for. Mm -hmm. We were built for Him. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just so important for us to remember that destination is not a person, the destination is moving towards God's will yeah. for our life. Yeah. But I think it's hard, again, with society's pressure. And even if, like, even at church, people talk about, like, getting married. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're talking about it mm -hmm. constantly mm -hmm. but I think just redirecting like I'm doing this 
not because I'm trying to be better for a person, but I just want to be better fit to do what God has exactly. called me to do. Everything I'm doing and he's the way he's moving in my life is so that I can be better fit to fulfill my purpose, not mm -hmm. necessarily to be a better wife, yes. even though that might come with it, but that's yeah. not the only purpose yeah. for it. I think when you start to look at the potential of marriage or finding a person on the same level as like the potential of getting your dream job mm -hmm. or the potential of moving to a city that you want to move to, when you, when you put it on the same level, then it's like, oh, all of these things required to be me to be moving towards God's purpose and will for my life. Right. And that just comes as a byproduct, as a result of continuing to move towards him and his mm -hmm. will for my life. Um, I think a lot of times for whatever reason, well, we've talked about the reasons, but people want to separate finding your person or marriage as something special and different because then it's like, oh, you have found completion in life. But that's just another part. Right. And that's in the gate that it's like, it's a very important part. Like, Absolutely. obviously, it's a huge decision, but it's not the only thing that God has created us for. Exactly. To your point, he's created us for and That's one of many things that he has created us mm -hmm. for, but it's not the only thing. Yeah. Who child. So we talked through the taxiing, the takeoff, the flight, and the landing, and I'm Ooh. just curious. I'm like, what are you hoping people get away from this? If they walked away with one or two points, like, what would be mm. important for you? Oh, man. There's so much in here. Um, I think the biggest thing is just to remember that, like, when you have a better understanding of like what the singleness season is even intended for in our lives, like why God created this gift that he gives to us of singleness, then you can go through it with so much more purpose mm. and intentionality. Um, I think when you look at it as this like place of I'm undesirable or people don't want to be with me, like when you mm. have a negative perspective about being single, mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to go through because mm. If God wants you to be single, you're going to be single. Yeah. So you can either sit there and like not have anybody and be <laughs> sad, or you can find the joy and the peace and the, like mm. we talked about, the opportunity that comes with it in him. So my goal is just for people to know that if you are sitting in your single season, like if you shifted your perspective, it could mm. be the most beautiful so part of your life to date. Um, and so I just encourage anyone who is sitting in that moment. And it is easier said than done, mm -hmm. as a lot of things walking with God are. But um, like we talked about, the more you lean into him and allow him to be the thing that carries you, allow your identity to rest in him, then you'll find that joy. Get you, so some Jesus glow. Get you some Jesus glow. <laughs> I love it. You? I think that that's what actually changed my walk being single mm -hmm. is when I shifted my perspective and yeah. stopped looking at it as a punishment and looked at it as an opportunity. Punishment. Oof. Because it seems like God, well, God, you're withholding from me. You mm -hmm. don't love me. And I think that kind of gets to what I want people to get is like, trust his plan. Mm -hmm. Like if he is um, gracious in all his ways and he always fulfills his promises yeah. and he's never not come through, mm -hmm. surely if he put me in this place of singleness, it's because he loves me, not because he'd ever want to withhold me. Mm. So I would encourage people to like, push through the discomfort, push through societal expectations yeah. and recognize that like your father loves you and he would never withhold anything good for you. And if this is the season he has called you to trust in that, mm -hmm. like trust in his plan and the rest yeah. in that. And then I think to what you're saying, you are able to shift your perspective when mm -hmm. you see him as a good father mm -hmm. and recognize that he only wants good for you. Yeah. And I think for the non-single people out there, like mm -hmm. I hey, hope <laughs> the folks that, you know, you're in a relationship, you're engaged, you're married. Um, I just, I encourage all of you to remember that your purpose is not tied up in your person. Your purpose is tied up in God. Ooh. And as long as you are staying connected back to him, y'all can be moving toward that purpose together. But mm -hmm. you should be on the same course, committed to the same causes in life, yep. wanting to know him more and to make him more known in the world. That's it. And so wow. I just encourage y'all to continue to lean into that and allow God to show you how you can be fulfilling that purpose and um, sharing who he is and being a light to others in the world. Wow. Mm. That's good, girl. Mm -hmm.
All right. Well, that's a wrap on episode six. Yeah. Uh, this was a good one, man. So yeah. we hope y'all follow us on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast. And if you've been following us, you know that we have a contest going on where we're giving away a free Jesus Bible. Ooh, so ooh. all you have to do is repost our post onto your story and you will be entered to win. That's awesome, y'all. And thank you to everybody who's just been so supportive yeah. and have participated in this contest already. We also hope that you all would rate us five stars, mm-hmm. leave us reviews on the platform that you're using, and just share what's been meaningful to you as you listen each week. Yes, we can't wait to hear from you guys. And we love y'all. Stay rooted and have an amazing week.